The Morning Hookup on ESPN Lincoln. Back in the morning, hook up hour number two on a hump day. Hope you're off to your days are off to a good start. Middle of the week. I can't wait. I know we got Western, but I can't help but keep looking ahead. Sometimes I try not to look ahead a lot, but I'm really excited because I look ahead. And I'm always looking at my kids' schedule because the kids are the weekends and sports. And like tonight, we have baseball practice again tonight, which will be awesome. Um, then we have Tanner has some practice tomorrow and Friday, and then like Saturday, I look ahead. I'm like. It is wild card weekend. Like, I start planning around what I need to get done early so I can be rewarded late. Like, what's the plan? Because I plan on, I think that first game is at 3.30. We're going to talk about the games, the AFC matchups here coming up in the next segment. But I'm, where am I going to be at? Who wants to come over and hang out and let's watch some football? See, I know what you're saying. You know but what I'm saying? I'm planning ahead. I was like, I, I know what you're doing. But I, you know, I've gotten to know you pretty well mm-hmm. uh, over the years, Hooks. And I, one thing I know about you in your life is things that you don't know about come into play. Oh, absolutely, all the time. Oh, I'm ready. You got to be agile, mobile. I don't know what's going to pop up on the phone or something. Exactly. So I, I part of me thinks that has a chance of happening. That just, oh, it always does. You know, it always does. Yeah, you just got to be adaptable to it. That's what happens when you have more kids. Just be, just foresee what's happening. Like we talk to our kids every week. Hey, what are your thoughts on the weekend? Like their days are structured pretty much. I mean, we you can look at our calendar Monday through Friday right now from the structure of when they get up, when they go to school, when they get home, what they're supposed to do, who has a, an event that night, practice, whatever. The weekends, it's like then we start talking about. Hey, are you planning on? wanting to have friends or da, 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 whatever in the weekend. Start thinking about that so the questions can be asked. Because I, I am a reactionary person when my kids or anyone will ask me a question like three hours. Hey, so-and-so, can I have so-and-so over? And it's like Saturday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I, don't, I mean, they're probably, they, other people plan their, their weekends too. Yeah. Ask me on Wednesday. We can ask the question on a Wednesday to get ahead of it. I react way different when it's like that. I'm like, dude, I can't do anything for you. You got to live with it. Yeah, no, we got to plan accordingly for uh, the Saturday games. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what you guys are doing, but I know what I'm doing. I could tell you I'm going to be hanging out. I, it sounds like I'm going to be hanging out with Robin Washington Ooh. and maybe the commissioner of our football league. Okay. Watching games. I told him I would host them. That'll be fun. Some games, have some beverages. Will, what are you doing Saturday? I got a lot of stuff going on Saturday. So you're unavailable to watch football. Got to call a basketball game at 4, then I got to go in and work <sighs> at, at night. Yep. Sorry. I also have my day plan. See? And at the bar, do you have to be adaptable to? You have no idea who's walking in and what drink they're going to order and how they're going to act. Correct. Are you bar? Is it bartending shifts this week? Yep. Go see Will Wilson at the tavern, please. Saturday night, baby. Saturday night, go say hi. We'll be popping down there, too. Is, yeah. that, still, is that still a word? Popping? Popping? Yeah, we say that Can still. I say that? Oh, by the way, something was brought up to me um, uh, via text from my buddy out in Charlotte. JB, I appreciate you, my friend. Um, 
Did you get did you get it when we were talking about Jinx, Jinx, Jenkins, all that stuff, and I said you owe me a Coke? Yeah. When you, you understand that? Yeah. You say Are you young enough to re- understand? I mean, old enough to understand that? Yeah. If he's if you get if you get a Jinx with another person, he's first person to say you owe me a Coke. Gets okay. A Coke. We yeah. didn't know because he said uh, nobody under forty got the Jinx. You owe me a Coke. No, I, I didn't know, I know if that. you understood that. Yeah, I understand that. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. My kids were like, what? They didn't get it. Didn't you, did anybody ever actually pay up the Coke though? That's what I want. Yeah, know. you. You kept a tally. Let's go. Pay the coke up. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's rock. What's turning at 10? <laughs> whatever. Manziel will be cut at the start of the year. Do you think that Kyrie is worth all of this drama? New fallout from the Astros cheating scandal with some Astros players taking heed for how they're apologizing for the cheating. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about the WWE this morning. We know Vince McMahon is coming back because he's planning on selling the entire thing. Yeah. As he was away, and let's not forget, the reason he was away is because he was dealing with sexual misconduct allegations. Yep. Big time and, payments out of that one. Yeah, we know how oh, much man. he paid those those women to, to be quiet. Uh, we know his daughter Stephanie has been acting as the co-CEO following Vince's retirement. So now with Vince coming back, his daughter Stephanie has resigned. He's no longer with the company. So it's it's a whole deal. I don't know if there's much of a story there with Stephanie resigning. You know, the reason she was there is because her dad wasn't. But now mm-hmm. that her dad is there, what, you know, I'm sure she's saying, well, why do I need to be here? Uh, but the real story is, it looks like they are going to be selling this thing. And I saw that the Saudi government could be what? Uh, could be buying this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe she's like, um, man, that's crazy that she resigned. But I guess if they're trying to make big money moves and if it's TV, if it's selling and stuff, you know, I guess you want the big doll to come and make a deal. I guess I don't know. Do we count this as sports washing if if the Saudi government buys it? Do we? Yep, you're out. I'm done with you. Kind of like the it's the live. You said it earlier. It's the live golf of of wrestling. Yep, done. They're buying everything. I won't watch it. I don't watch it now, but <laughs> let's move on to uh, this MLB story. We know that Nashville—they've been trying to get a team for a while now, mm-hmm. right? They—they they got a whole organization and a, structure a, put together. Everything. Let's go. You know, it's a committee of people trying to get MLB to Nashville. Mm-hmm. They're going. By the way, the Nashville Stars is what they would call their team. Uh, they've hired Don Mattingly. Of course. Of course, right? Like these people just keep getting thrown in the, you know, and repurposed and stay in the world. They're Crazy. the, by the way, they're the favorites to land MLB's next expansion franchise. Might be a great place for it, Nashville. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Mattingly will be a baseball advisor in the group led by Dave Stewart, the former three-time World yeah. Series champion. He was a BA GM. Dave Stewart was BA on the bump. Yeah, my goodness. So we it These looks those like good A's teams with McGuire and so I mean not so McGuire and Conseco. Oh yeah, B A on the bump. Well, the the next. Well, I guess if you if you if Oakland goes to Vegas, you don't count that as an expansion because it's the same team. Same team, not a new team. So if yep. they bring on Nashville, it's an expanded team. They got to bring on another team, right? You got to bring on two. I would guess maybe I don't know how that works. I wonder who would get. The other team, unless Oakland stays and they just give it to Vegas, you know, too bad that, that it's probably not ever going to happen. Maybe in our lifetime, but there's a 
stadium that sits up just to the north of us, it's always empty. Even for a home team that can't put more than 12 fans in it. Yeah. The university that puts 12 people. You're talking about Creighton. Yeah, them. Yeah. Real fans. They've played MLB games there before. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Tonight's official attendance, 24,508 people. Eight people, yeah. Uh, we've talked about a lot about Sean McVay, uh, Los Angeles yeah. Rams head coach. Apparently, you know, he's thinking about retirement. Um, and we're wondering if that's true. Is he going to be leaving? Well, this isn't a good uh, indication. Apparently, he has started to allow assistants to seek other jobs. His OC already uh, announced he's returning to Kentucky. Now, maybe this isn't a bad thing. I think if you think about it, every year head coaches probably give their assistants the chance to do this. Right, mm-hmm. just because of you know that's what you do as a head coach. You let your assistants take another job if they want it. So, is there much of a story here? No, he just doesn't know, and I think that's the right thing to do for him. If he doesn't know, then you put all those other coaches and their families at a stalemate. Right? They don't know. Yeah, so I think right. it's the right thing to do if they're being pursued in other jobs. Now, under NFL rules, by the way, teams can't block position coaches from interviewing for coordinating jobs. But they are allowed to block the lateral moves. So if you go from linebacker coach to linebacker coach, they can block those. But in this case, they are not going to block them. If they have an opportunity uh, that they see ahead, then they can go get it. Do you think McVay is the Rams coach starting next season? No. I don't think he is either. I have a gut feeling he doesn't. I. Well, this to me feels like Bill Cower when he went in the booth. And he loved as much, and they always the anticipation of Bill Cowher for years. He's coming back, job, job. McVay, I think, would be really good in the booth and is going to go that route. He would be. I think that's yeah. where he goes. Well, and also, just look at the team and how, how it's structured right now. They, they don't have any picks. It seems like, you know, you, you, Stafford, what's, what's the deal with him? I don't know. It just seems like they're going to be going into a point to where, I mean, look at the season they had this year, you know. I, I, I can see him leaving for sure. Yeah, I don't think he's back. That's just my person. I don't think so. I think this is it feels like that. Uh moving on to some NBA stuff. Let's start off with the Oklahoma City Thunder. So I do have a story about this game coming up next, but they played the Heat okay. last night. And it was on national TV. And I credit my buddy Colin who's listening to the show. What up, he, Colin? He sent me this story. Uh, so they played on national television. It's the first time. This is kind of unbelievable. The first time that they played on national TV since September 2020. Oh, what? September 2020. That was back when they were playing in the bubble. Remember the bubble? Jeez. Yeah, it's been that long. Wow, since... that's a wow. That's wow. I, that's all I got to say. That's just wow. Well, by the way, I'm surprised by that because I thought like. There would be something in the contract to where every team would get a national TV game at least once, but huh, apparently I, not. This I, I know you're going to get to this tournament because I just read the stats that you're going to give us. Incredible. Yeah, this next This story, is insane. It's from this same game, the Heat versus the Thunder. The Thunder, incredibly, went 40 for 40. From the free throw line, uh, 100%, 40 for 40. Yeah, that's it. way impressive, but the other one you're going to give is way I think is more impressive. Let me... Uh, you have it? Well, what what record are you talking about? I don't know if it's a record. 
Are you talking about Jimmy Butler? Yes. Yeah, you he, see what he was from the line? Yeah, he was he was 23 for 23. Get out of here. He shot more than the Thunder team by himself. Either they also like some of the, the they won, right? By uh, by by one with a free throw there, but I I I'm reading this article. So they were playing with four starters by the way. And then Dwayne Dedman was ejected early in the second. They played the entire game with like seven players. With all the injuries and didn't plays and stuff like that. Wow. That's crazy in the NBA. 23 of 23, 40 of 40 from the line. Yeah, the previous record was 39 for 39 from the, the Jazz in 1982. So it's been a while. I wonder if that's a record when going 23 of 23, though. I wonder if it's possible to lose. It, let's say 20 or more. Let's say you're 100% from the line. I wonder if it's hard to lose when you do that. Yeah, it depends on how many times you get to the line. The, right. key, the Heat, like, average getting there, like, over 20 times a game. Something like 23 that. for 23. That's impressive. The focus yeah. it takes to do that. Tell you what's not impressive. That's uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. Watch out, Cal. They are bad. Uh, they lost to South Carolina last night. Was that at home? That was a home game, that yeah. That was at home. They came in, by the way. I mean, they're... They teams will figure it out, but man, again, they were ranked number four at the time. It's like Carolina; they were ranked number one. Dumb. Yeah, they lost last night, and you said it. There was like a long home game streak they had. Twenty-eight games. Twenty-eight. By games. the way, uh, they're off to a one and three start in SEC play. Yeah, it's not. It's not going great. They're zero um, and four in quad one games this year. I still don't understand. Like, let's say they do. Don't like, forget, now go back. Like, this isn't something like, so Cal, there's a lot of heat right now. Yeah. It goes back further. you got to remember how they ended their season last year. They lost to St. Peter's in the tournament. Yes. I don't know how you fire a guy like that. He has a lifetime contract there's with Kentucky. Time, there is time in the season for things to turn around. It's just, it's highlighted because it's Coach Cal. It's at home. It was a 28-game home winning streak, and it was South Carolina. It's all that stuff that went together. Yeah. And moving on, this is today's the or yesterday was uh, the anniversary of you remember remember the name Blair Walsh, yeah, kicker of uh, Minnesota, yeah, that brought that up. Go in twenty sixteen the NFC Wild Card round. Yep, Minnesota Vikings needed it. It was a twenty seven yard field goal <laughs> to it? win. That's it. And Blair Walsh shanks it left. Yesterday was the anniversary of that. What a stupid day. Yeah, you that's not something that's in your memory bank, is it? No. Not at all. Uh that's all I got. Um college football. Um going back just cuz it's, you know, kind of ties we have, you know, Satterfield coming from South Carolina as our new OC here at Nebraska. Spencer Rattler has returned has announced he'll return. Oh, great. For another season at South Carolina. Good. How about that? Well, college College football wouldn't be the same without Spencer Rattler staying around. Seriously. Seems like he's been in the NCAA for a long time. long time. Uh, also, uh, I can't wait. I was reading this. So, February 15th, full swing drops. The Netflix. Golf. PJ Golf. Netflix series drops. Oh, when is that? It says full swing drops on Netflix on February 15th. It's the week, uh, Wednesday of the Riviera week. Some cool. featured players, by the way, they've announced. Cool. In this Netflix, you ready? Yeah. 
Um, and by the way, they're all saying, yeah, they're all over the live stuff as well. Uh, February 15th, Roy McElroy, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, DJ, Scotty Sheffer, Brooks Kepka, Morikawa, Poulter, and Dahlman. So Dahlman. They're all going to be in this, featured in this Okay. full swing. I'm going to be all over watching this. That is awesome because there's that's three dudes who went to live yes. golf. So I wonder if they if they document that. I don't know, but it's uh, February fifteenth. That will drop on Netflix, and I can't wait to watch this. I can't wait. Yeah, there's a there's a tennis, I think a similar to that a tennis doc on on Netflix that follows a lot of the top stars, and I was thinking about watching that. Yeah. Cool. That's going to be gonna fun. It's going to be awesome. Netflix just put it out about fifteen minutes ago, saying uh, you picked a hell of a year to start following the PGA Tour. That was the quote. Yeah, seriously, though. Neiman's in there, too, now. Oh, now they're throwing more names in there. Neiman um, and Tony Fee now. Thigala. You did see the like the, the um, trailer for this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm just now looking at it. Yeah. Oh, look at some of these moments. Oh, wow. You got guys Kids, throwing stuff. Planes. Yeah, cool. this is going to be awesome. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Be right. So, yeah, that's it, man. Cool. Good. Good stuff, Will. All right, let's take another break. We'll come back. Let's go up and dive into the AFC wildcard matchup.